Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on May 15th, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat, as we continue our discussion over the current state of the Vanguard. This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration. Congratulations to those who signed up for a deeper dive. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 And this is the queen of ASMR, green-eyed music lover. Are you Whisper Bard? <laughs> whisper Bard is best Bard. <laughs> and last but definitely not the least in the hot seat as guest goes, we have our good friend, hey, I'm dead again, or as we'll be referring to him, Cam. Cam, how are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I need an ASMR Bard. <laughs> whisper sweet is... nothings while slowly killing you. <laughs> By, while also... Playing the feather. <laughs> Playing the feather. Oh my gosh. I need to check in on Josh and see if they have had a chance to make that game happen. But anyways, going back into the conversation about the, the Vanguard, um, Green, you want to you talk about Zavala and the Guardian games, or would you like to talk about maintenance operation logs? I mean, well... Guardian games. I mean, I know that Zavala Z- and what was it? Zavala and Shax got crunk at the Blustery Brew. I believe is did the, they? Is I don't the, remember that one. The, I remember uh, the Hawthorne there's stuff. There's the there's when you first talked to Zavala after the Guardian Games event, he was like, ah, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, "Shax is really looking forward to going to celebrate," and I think it was uh, Little She Bear was like, "Oh no, <laughs> they're gonna go tear it up at the Blustery Brew." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Jesus. that's." That's so true. I forgot about the the Titan Bar that the city has. If they're going to the Titan Bar and some of those voice lines that you found in the API are true, <laughs> oh, God. they're going to have For a sure. much more enjoyable evening oh, than originally intended. I really hope that's what happens. Shout out to... Uh, the lore network for collecting and providing you this tiny bit of lore that will probably break your brains. <laughs> probably. Let's just say Shax has an interest. Shax is an equal opportunist. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's, that's definitely putting it nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so so Guardian Games, I know, I just broke blue. Um, Didn't think I'd bring it up, did you? Let's hear maintenance log. So we have the maintenance log that happened in Season of the Worthy. It's maintenance operations log 30037. It takes place between Guardian type class Titan and Guardian class type Warlock. It is a conversation between Osiris and Saint-14. 
it's kind of an amusing card. Blue, do you want to... I th- I honestly think we should read it to talk about it a tiny bit, because there's aspects of it that I think are important to the Vanguard. Uh, Blue. Yeah. Which user do you want me to be? You... B2. Okay. I told you I would guide them to build the lighthouse, not carry the torch for you. The guardians require a balance Lord Shax can't provide. There is no one else. And what about you? I have unfinished business out in the dark. Take this. What is this? A letter? For your eyes only. When I depart, trust nothing. No one. (laughs) Except you, of course. When have I ever led you astray? This week, you mean? Help where you can. The Vanguard has been serving too long. Their blind spots have grown. Perhaps, but they're wiser too. Ikora and the Commander have guided the city through dire straits. Have you spoken to the House of Light, like I asked? I would rather not speak with Fallen. They need our help. They may need our help. Their cause is just. What happened to trust no one? What happened to your sense of right and wrong, hero? That is the city's word, not mine. And the people still remember when I defended its builders from those very fallen. Our kind live for a long time, saint. Too long to bear grudges. These accolades I wear are um, these accolades I wear are a reminder of what we lost to get here. I think those who gave them to you would be disappointed to hear that. I had nearly forgotten that you finally asked about them. We live too long for regrets. You taught me that. Don't forget the House of Light. If I can find the time, yes. Not of all of us conjure echoes. Reflection, Saint. I have no need for echoes anymore. Uh, what do you mean? What's the difference? One is a manifestation of light. The other, reserved for taking kings. Better suited for traversing the sundial because of what lies at its core. One day you will have to tell me exactly what you and the Guardian did to bring me back. We did what we had to. Trust me. Now you sound like the rat. No, the drifter sounds like me. Where do you go next? Wherever my road takes me. The Lunar Pyramid has galvanized the hive. Toland has been left unchecked for too long. I heard that he's still wandering the cursed city. Then you really are just going to leave me with a burning sack? I should call it Trials of Saint-14. You could, but you know how fickle guardians can be about names. I will prepare them in your stead for what's coming. One last time. It's bad luck to say last. Try not to put them on too high a pedestal, Saint. There's no one else to guide them. (sighs) Kind of a sad uh, state of affairs there. Just going to say that. And I would also like to say I am not at the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> I am. With this card being read I at the am. same time. <laughs> I am 100% comfortable with being where I always am. Firmly at the bottom. Firmly at the... Hey, someone's got to be the boat anchor. You know, it, it takes skill. It does. Is that what it is? Yeah. I got to make sure that you feel better about yourself being right someone's, above me. Someone's got to make everyone Excuse look good. Excuse me. <laughs> So I do I do actually like how Saint is like showing a bit of a character flaw within this this particular thing with regards to Mithrax. 
Um, yeah. Uh, not enjoying the fallen. Well, it's just, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I know Osiris makes the comment that they live too long to hold grudges, but it's almost like, yeah, you live long enough that habits become so ingrained in your person. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's something to be said about the way that guardians operate within the world because sure. there's so much, well, and what I mean by that is like, if you think about it, a guardian is resurrected initially and already has a personality already has, you know, for the most part, speech capabilities, understanding stuff. I mean, there's a lot that there is already naturally habitually present. So to then say, oh, well, you know, habitually holding grudges against so-and-so is, it's almost like that's that's a natural state for a guardian, I would make the, the it, slight argument for. Well, with Saint in particular, Saint is so, Saint saw so many horrendous things when it comes oh, to the fallen. Yeah. The whole eating of children yeah. thing. I mean, the guy has seen a lot, a lot, and he's been through a lot as well. So the idea that him having a slight bit of bias and not wanting to do the whole thing that Osiris is asking him to do, which possibly is just Saint just not wanting to uh, be in charge of something, <laughs> which is that... more of what I think is actually going on <laughs> rather than Saint being like, I don't like well, him. I don't want him. <laughs> yeah. It's just more of, I want to have an excuse, but I also don't want to do this. But I also, I mean, I like Saint. I don't think he would completely negate duty because that is absolutely against his character, but he definitely would rather Osiris take care of Osiris' business instead of Osiris pushing another guardian off to do Osiris' business. That's like fair. Like he's done so many times. That, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the, the amount of time I have had to kill that stupid Cyclops and that strike. Right? <laughs> I still have yet to get not my apology letter. <laughs> not only the Cyclops, but just like everything Osiris has done, he has often pushed somebody else in front of him. Mm -hmm. He was trying to do it with Ikora. If we go back to like the whole Vanguard uh, arrangement and whatnot, mm -hmm. he definitely was trying to get out of it and just make somebody else do it because he didn't want to because he'd rather do his own things. He's in some ways skirting responsibility. I mean, he is the hunteriest warlock I've ever met. It's really just, I want to do my own thing. That's fair. I don't know. But this one, when I'm with them talking about the, the leadership, there's kind of this uh, uneasiness that they talk about the leadership with. Like, they say that Zavala and Ikora are doing a good job, but that they're not going to be enough for what's coming. Yeah. Well, like, like him, like them calling out the fact that their blind spots have grown that, you know, sort mm -hmm. of basically in so many words saying like they're becoming a danger because they're not, they're becoming too rigid and set in their ways, sort of. Mm -hmm. I, do you think that's the reason why they're saying that though? Or just that they're spread too thin? Because at this point I would, I would say that the van excuse me, the Vanguard are just spread so stinking thin trying to do all the different things that they can't even do one thing at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's probably more what it is, but I, I think you could make an argument about, like, with Ikora becoming so involved in the hidden that she's sort of beginning to neglect the Vanguard in itself, and 
then that leaves everything to Zavala, who's running around trying to prevent, you know, 47 cataclysmic events happening. <laughs> Which, by the way, I am glad that Zavala's out there doing things. Like, that actually, I enjoy seeing the Vanguard out in the field. Yeah. Even if it's just in a very brief thing, seeing them out doing the mission, seeing them, seeing Zavala in the bunkers with Anna. I just, that is something I really like. But one of the things I want to bring up with that is something we actually talked about with the Rasputin episode that we recorded last week, is that Zavala has had such huge character changes. And mm-hmm. I would... I, I hesitate to call it growth because the whole... Uh, I, I don't necessarily see it as growth in some ways, him trusting Rasputin so readily. But the the changes that Zavala has had recently has been drastic in a lot of ways, saying that he's rigid in his ways. I would actually argue he's not. He's changed quite a bit, in the, especially in the last season. Hmm. Blue, what are you thinking? I think that's, I think that's an accurate statement. Um, I think Zavala has... Uh, I, I think Eva, Eva makes the comment about that, too. Because, like, I think she kind of makes it in a joking manner about, like, oh, I never understood why a Titan's shoulder pauldrons are so big. Um, But it's because, like, there's that sense of he's carrying, you know, that proverbial weight of the world on his back. And, you know, with regards to the Vanguard, you know, in the situations that we have seen them in currently, that is kind of accurate. I mean, that's one of the reasons that... He, you know, for I know a lot of people give him grief for the whole thing with the the Forsaken campaign, but that's why he did what he did was because there was no need to needlessly risk, you know, city forces for the vendetta of one guardian. Um, well, sure. And and but then you see within the curse, you know, dealing with the curse, he he did. And he was willing to help with that because they were allies and there was a military, you know, there was a military mitigation factor there. And so I'm interested, I'm interested to see, and I, I kind of, I, I agree a bit with your hesitation to say character growth. I think maybe it's more of a clarification of the situation, um, which in my brain might help explain you know what we perceive to be a very quick 180 could just be you know something and i i don't know like we usually got with the whole situation with Warmind, we got the web lore that kind of explained his apprehension with rasputin we never got mm-hmm. that with the io bunker so i'm hoping that maybe we get something down the road maybe that kind of clarifies his internal processing of what all was happening there. Uh, I think in some ways he's lost. I mean, somebody was mentioning it in chat. He's lost so many adults in his life in some respects, like so many good, uh, responsible people that it would not surprise me that he would be looking for quote unquote new allies, so to speak. Well, and I mean, given the current situation, yeah, I, I would, hundred percent say that's that's an accurate that's probably an accurate statement for the the situation that they're in i mean because if you think about it that's pretty pretty on the nose we're running thin on leadership and on you know Mm -hmm. in some capacity allies and arguably one of the largest threats is bearing down on us 
Yeah. So I kind of. I mean, from God. that from that standpoint, I can I can see an argument being made that I don't know. I I can I can see an argument being made for that being the case for sure. I can definitely see that. So do we think that now this episode? I when I structured this one out, I structured a lot of the history and stuff to go in the first one, and this one to be more of a theorizing type episode mm-hmm. do we want to theorize at all what's going to happen with the vanguard com- upcoming i wouldn't mind i mean I-, I have a couple ideas yeah and go for I- it. I, like well like especially since like because this is sort of the log that started me on the idea of like maybe they're starting to put out there that they're considering a new vanguard entirely um you know especially because like i i remember reading that line the first time saying the vanguard's been serving too long i'm like that's the first time that anyone in game has sort of mentioned that idea that like these characters are replaceable and they may have sort of served their time so i may I, have served their purpose yeah um i i i would be i think that story thread would be very interesting to follow i don't I, i've been wrong so many times with where where i thought the story was going to go i'm i'm no longer in the business of predicting um, as much as I try to, but, uh, I think that would be a really interesting story thread just because I, it's not something I've ever really experienced in games like this, where you have a change in leadership of that magnitude, you know, mm-hmm. it, like uh, losing someone like Cade is sort of a, a common trope in terms of like storytelling in game where, you, you know, you lose the, the glue that holds the team together, but mm-hmm. a complete but losing the whole team. Yeah, losing the whole team, whether it's, you know, they go out in a blaze of glory in, you know, the final confrontation, a confrontation with the darkness, or they sort of just get quietly ousted or even politically ousted. Like, I don't really know what it could be. I think me personally, I have this kind of like working theory that I think there are faction elements inside the consensus that are seeing the weakness in the Vanguard as is right now being down a full member. And are probably looking toward, uh, probably looking to take advantage of that and sort of break the reliance that the city has on the Vanguard. If we are completely honest, though, the Vanguard have not been functioning in the same capacity since before Cade's death. Like the Red War, they yeah. they were not the same Vanguard that we had in D one. Yeah, they- well, and I think that's kind of probably their main argument is like you guys couldn't see this coming. You could like this was something of your cause, you know, your cause, your campaign against the cabal on Mars decimated them so much that this is what they brought in to put uh, to put it down. And <laughs> I, I, you know, it's kind of like I always I've always said, like, Destiny 2 is is the game of dealing with the consequences of what we did in Destiny 1. You know, we uh-huh. we dealt with we're dealing with the Red War because of how badly we decimated cabal forces in our system and you know we're dealing with uh the aftermath of the of the taken war uh and dealing with the stuff that that of all that comes with it so i think it could be a really interesting story um i don't necessarily know i mean i i guess no i I don't want to get rid of new monarchy flag um that's my faction and i will stand with them yes (laughs) um but i think it could be something like i know because isn't uh isn't there lore that says um, uh, the commander of the Concordant Lysander is still out there and gathering strength mm-hmm. again? 
So I think that could be sort of an interesting thing because, you know, his whole thing was let's get rid of the speaker and we don't have a speaker right now either. Um, so what if he were to come back and sort of be like, let's just get rid of the Guardians altogether. They didn't protect you. They've fallen apart since then. They've never regained, regained their strength. Let's just, you know, wipe the slate clean and pick new ones. Yeah, it'll... I don't know if... I don't even know if they actually would pick new ones, to be honest. I don't think they would. I think they would completely just get rid of the idea of them and be done with it. I think they... I mean, there might be groups, leaders within it, but I don't think they're going to be quite the same. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, who who could you replace Cade with and have it and have the Vanguard Shiro. improve in function? Shiro. But then my, my follow-up question is, why hasn't he stepped up? Because Bungie. Because <laughs> storytelling. Um, because yeah. I feel like, I, yeah, it, yeah, because Bungie's probably the best answer. <laughs> yeah, probably. Blue? So I think there's a lot of issues with really either situation like you can't you can't get rid of the vanguard because guardians for better or worse are a force that's going to be existing in the world that destiny operates in um and if you get rid of the vanguard um sure you you get rid of maybe the opposition immediately but what you also do is you create a situation that is far worse in the sense that now you have basically demigods running around unchecked and your one place of control which you know argue all you want one way or the other you know it it was a point of control for those for those forces um for the large majority of what was going on in destiny the the vanguard served as a very very powerful mitigating force for the abuse of power that could be done by the guardian forces put on both a political and a military standpoint um, so I don't think if, you know, if, if the factions are at all cognizant of political, uh, ramifications, they're going to want to get rid of them, uh, without replacing them with something similar to it. Uh, that being said, I don't necessarily disagree that you're, I, I think you are, I think I would agree that there are factions within there are factions within the factions, which is a really annoying statement to say, but I think that there are groups operating within that are seeking to undermine maybe the the level of authority that the Vanguard has within the city's infrastructure, not necessarily within the Guardian's infrastructure, but... You know, we have instances where, I mean, we have instances where Shax is curtailing corruption inside the Crucible by other factions, you know, by other companies even. And those factions and those companies are trying to, you know, get a one up on another person. It's, it's just, you know, standard political jockeying for, for pecking order. I think that's going to mm-hmm. happen no matter what. But I think to get rid of, to get rid of the leadership component of a force that has the potential to do as much damage as guardians do if they're not if they're not checked i mean we would be going back to warlords and yeah that's the situation that most people in the city would probably be cognizant of given what you know given what it took to get out of that situation um you know and given the 
the lack of romanticizing that that period has been put through because it's I mean, because in the scope of things, I mean, it, it, it has been maybe a generation or two in the city's development since that period. So it hasn't been long enough for people to start turning that into the, the romanticized Roman, you know, the let's let's look at the Roman golden age as as this romantic thing. It, it wasn't. It was a horrible period of time. And, you know, the travesties that were caused back there were glossed over. But that's because in today's world, it's been so long that we don't the, the shock of it hasn't, you know, you forget dulled. about it. Uh, I mean, the, the other prime example, realistically, is go look up the history of Genghis Khan and understand that everything that was done by that individual makes everything that has happened in the modern world pale in comparison when it talks about travesties of war crimes um you know but a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people don't know that about that period because it's been so long and that's that's the act that's the exact opposite of what we're having with the last city so i think and you know and i think dino said yeah story-wise telling the vanguard's never going to go away because that is also from a storytelling point that is the introduction um tool that they use to teach new players how to play the game. So you're going to always need something of that. Um, now, whether or not it is the van, you know, air quote, the Vanguard, that is, I think, much more fluid. I think that <clears throat> we could have a situation where it transfers or, you know, it transforms into something more informal. But I think that that, that archetype of that archetypical uh, positioning will always be present. And I think that because of that, we are going to see something come into play for the hunters. Uh, Because, you know, as much as joking aside, the same way that they have a position that mentors new players and all that, it, it does need not just for symmetry. It does also need for, for storytelling perspective to explain how, you know, because we we know that new guardians are still being created, so the question is is who's training the hunters? And and all joking aside, hunters did prove or did provide a rather crucial component of city infrastructure. I mean, a lot of times it's it's told that the hunters are the ones that are scouting the wilds, who are bringing back equipment, bringing back you know all the stuff that the city then uses to transform and build and continue products or production of different things the hunters are a large scouting force and also are the ones that get sent out to take care of threats outside of the walls you know i mean there there's a very important component that the hunter forces did fill within not just the vanguard but also within the city itself um I mean, it would be the, the equivalent. Hunters still do. Well, right, the right. Thing but I mean, is, is like they're just. But there's going to be there's going to be a critical mass point at which that efficiency is going to start pettering off if they don't get someone to help orchestrate that. Is what I'm saying. Because Cade, like the hunter, the hunter mentor, regardless of um, how much they were willing to be there, they were responsible for you know. In D1, we used to have the bounty board. Um, you know, they they were responsible for that that type of stuff and and so without that you know there is no orchestrating and that's not just hunters to be fair i mean everyone used the bounty board you know that that was where it was you know handed out it's like this this person's causing problems you know there, there's a 
a fallen warlord, you know, da 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 da. You know, that was half the half the strikes were glorified evolutions from the bounty board. I think what was the was it Winter's Winter's Run was the one with the fallen warship or the fallen Kel ship on Venus back in D one. That was I mean that that was pretty much a assassination call that was there. I mean the infamous Valus to Ark strike was an assassination like that you know if you want to get down to brass tacks about that one that was us taking the head off a snake that before it could get too big to be a big threat i mean that that's exactly what that was that was a military ordered assassination of a of an enemy leader and so and and there's a large component that the vanguard is doing very important stuff now again you have stuff like the new monarchy, the concordat, but you know, geez, I, I just, I, I, I agree, but I also disagree with, I can see the current Vanguard changing, but I don't see it going away just simply because from a political, like from a pragmatic standpoint, you would be creating such a worse situation by just removing them. Than you would be by you would be solving the the cure in that situation would be far worse than the than the disease if you want to look at it like that. Yeah, yeah. See, like I can see that too. Like Dino's saying right now in chat. Sorry, Dino, Dino's saying that he's been adamantly opposed to Aldrin becoming the Hunter Vanguard because of the dare. Because you know, there's a lot of compo- there's a lot of components that can be argued there. But you know, that being said. You know, if we actually get like a story, like a minor campaign to develop him into helping him become the Hunter Vanguard and he, he, you know, he steps into that role because of development that we help, you know, we we as our characters, you know, help grow him in the story, you know. Yeah, I think that would be really cool because he says, you know, give 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 me this sad loner who's trying to find his place in the world that hates him by virtue of existence and give him a noble warrior that feels he owes it to try to remedy the problem that they caused. Because when it comes down to it, you know, whether or not you pulled the trigger on Aldrin, a large part of it is you were present and you were a very large part of the Aldrin situation. Which which then resulted in, you know, the the resurrection of Aldrin as a guardian. Um so I can and I can see that that would be a fast I mean that would be a fascinating story to see. Not to mention, you want to cause some drama in the Vanguard. Oh, put I, put Aldrin, put Aldrin as the Hunter Vanguard beside Ikora and Zavala. I was. Do you have any idea how much money I would pay for oh a my, like five uh, minute fully animated clip of Ikora, of Ikora's first reaction of Aldrin oh, coming to the tower? That's just, just five watching minutes of Ikora. the no, like like just just. I don't know, like, like he's in a room. He's just, I mean, the thing like, is, anyone is like, really. listening to Gina Torres lose her mind. I mean, really, <laughs> honestly, I think that would also be, you know, just, you know, kind of going in that tongue-in-cheek thing, that would also be a really interesting way to win Zavala, or win people back over for Zavala, is to see Zavala actually showing, he's like, you know, he's actually got emotional problems with that situation. Like, everyone was giving him grief because of his his uh stoic response and you know as <laughs> as a character i still argue that that response really made sense because of the way that he he held himself and the way that he was looking at it 
But I mean, gosh, yeah. can you can you imagine how many people would how much response that would generate if you see like Aldrin actually walking? Because you know it's it's a different thing with Aldrin being halfway across the system, and then him walking across the the tower and just seeing the the stress that that would create. That would be a an, an very interesting story to it, watch. It would and like. And it's almost one of those things where it, I like, I want it to happen because I want it. That's like sort of a test on them of, you know, here's this idea of when you become a guardian, you're sort of given this clean slate. You don't yeah, know Dino anything. Of, yeah. Like, you uh, don't know anything that you have in your background, but you have this. But, you know, like, yeah, like Dino said, you have to live up with this. This is who you used to be. And you have to deal with the consequences of right, that. Right. But Zavala is the one that's always said that. I think what where Zavala's are we are guardians who we were before does not matter. And so yeah. I mean putting him in the same room as Aldrin that would be a huge test of his own philosophy. Like oh, and I think yeah it could it could also bring up like a really interesting dynamic of what qualifies you to be a member of the Vanguard. Because mm-hmm. certainly there have been people who've walked away from the Vanguard, but has there been anyone who's been like outright denied before they're even sort of given a chance? Well, we do know, and and on that vein, we do know that the consensus does have a say in it. Like the the consensus has to agree that someone is going to be the Vanguard. Uh, so like now, also in the same vein, we don't know that anyone has been denied the position of Vanguard. Again, I I put up uh, Caliban as a possible example because if he was given the the role from Tallulah and then you know he comes back to the city and they're like no we don't know like I mean to be in yeah. to be completely honest we don't know but um yeah I I, I that is, that is an interesting thing for me to to think about as well. I could, I mean, I, I kind of, I like, I like what, what Dino had said in chat, sort of giving us this, like, campaign for him to prove worthy. I almost would like to see sort of the same, because he had mentioned earlier in chat, like, Shiro wouldn't really want to do it because the Vanguard's taken two of his best friends. And the last, you know, the two hunters he knew best both took this job and both died with this job. So why would I take it? Like, what am I going to do differently? Right, but that's the figuring out what the draw is to bring another hunter leader in there, right? That's the finding the new motivation. It's always been a dare at this point, but how do you how do you try to dare somebody into this position now when it's been so heart wrenching? I guess would be the thing because yeah. the person who would most likely take the position would be a guardian like my guardian who was there with a, as a hunter it would be very very easy for that guardian to step up but you can't write that there's no yeah. there's well, no way to make was, that a written thing yeah because i was thinking about that earlier today too it's like well what would we do if we made the guardian the hunter vanguard you know like let's just play this out and i realized i was like it would never happen because here's the thing is nope. from a game standpoint you have to write it where everyone can experience it and we by nature have people who play different classes and you're yeah. never going to you're never going to have a warlock or a titan take the role of a hunter vanguard like because the 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 thing that's missing is very specifically a hunter like and, and yeah 
Every hunter was yeah. appointed by blackmail. Blackmail prior. prior. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Was Tallulah black flag, though? Black was, flag is well, no, also. Tallulah I wouldn't was, do it. <laughs> Tallulah was appointed by the. She was asked by the speaker. I think she initially turned him down. And then, like, later came in, like, I don't know if she came in after he had said, like, oh, I'm also getting St. 14 and Osiris, or... Yeah, I think the, the speaker oh, dared, dared yeah, okay, dared her. Yeah. He dared yeah. her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet you can't do this. You won't do this, yeah, I bet you can't do this and be that and be the best hunter for it. <laughs> she said, hold my bow. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> hold my bow. <laughs> hold my bow is the um... best thing. <laughs> titans may have a bar in the city but hunters have multiple dives that are not labeled that only hunters go to there would have to be thank you dino yeah he's yeah, got dino dino <laughs> are there others to lose so said? it's a dare <laughs> sobering a little yeah. when the speaker shrugged she sh- she straightened her shoulders and tried to shrug it off as well i don't know i'm not sure i have time for logistical stuff well, I thought you might be up for the challenge, the speaker said, because it would be a challenge given your schedule. A daring <laughs> endeavor, even. Talula was suddenly dead serious. <laughs> so it's a dare, speaker? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> like, just, just pop Reverse a speaker. psychology, a hunter's greatest pop a, <laughs> pop, right? pop a speaker, just playing everyone like a fiddle. <laughs> well... Okay, so that okay, so, so this brings up it might be a little bit of an off-topic question because there have been other speakers in the past, haven't there? Yes, but there haven't been okay. speakers of the last city. Okay, it's just been him, the original, or the one that we got to know, the okay. one that we yes. know. Well, that we know of. I, I think even that can be argued because there are some. Yes, there are some lines that mention the title having changed if i remember correctly from d1 i'll have to dig back into that because um, i thought the when we when we visit the office that was one of the ghost lines was there have been there were there were others before yeah but they, I, then mean, again, they weren't yeah. specific we know, about when yeah we know that there were other speakers during the golden age and during the collapse and during the dark or the dark age and all that but as far as the speaker of the last city we know that you know, Ephrodite was the large reason that the speaker came to the city. She con- she was the one that convinced him to come uh, and and help out, basically. And then when he came and that, that whole situation happened, um, I, I would make the argument that I think that my, my understanding was that as soon as the... Con- so basically, as soon as the consensus cr- was created, that is the speaker that we have... That's the only speaker that... Would, that has held that position there mm-hmm. were other speakers because we have um this speaker that we had the speaker that was in the city was not the one that invented the mask that allows them mm-hmm. to hear the traveler um that was a different speaker so there there are other speakers um but not does it make sense might making sense yeah there's other speakers but not the one that we encounter correct yeah there's not yeah dinos yeah there none that held the consensus office so none of the okay. none none other than the one that we have seen in game were was quote speaker of the last city there's only been one speaker of the city there have been okay. multiple speakers though in the past because that was what pretty much uh 
constellations was all about was the different stories of all those different speakers which is super disturbing to read again right now by the way mm-hmm. well you, you also Especially start yeah you start yeah when you read it with, with trials whole, and tribulations mm-hmm. not only that just the whole uh collapse oh yeah yeah, yeah. the second yeah gosh darn Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I yeah. Okay, now I'm following you. Yes, yes. That's accurate. So you guys Hi, think? Hey. I think. Topicked out. I think we're good. I think so. This is this is a good one. Think they're going to create a new? Yeah, it's a it's one that's more broad than our normal topics, which I like. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Do you think we're gonna? Well, just the final thing, do you think we're going to get a new Hunter Vanguard? I think we kind of answered that. Probably not. Do mm, we think the yeah. Vanguard's going to disappear? No. But do we think that the the duties of the Vanguard are going to be different than they were originally intended? Yes. Yeah, I, I um, would say that I would be very surprised to see the archetype that the Vanguard fills disappear. Now, whether or not the Vanguard itself disappears, that's I'm I'm definitely more open to seeing that happen. Yeah, um, I almost I almost feel like if anything, a more likely thing would be for it to splinter into separate groups instead of being just centralized around leaders. Like you know, like the the warlocks go off and just stay the intelligence unit that they are, and the titans go off and sort of just stay that the the military and protective unit, and hunters continue being supportive. Uh, in terms of scouting and stuff like that, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the Vanguard's gonna continue in any way, shape, or form from what it was. I don't think it can anymore. It has to sort of change um, in order to figure out what it needs, what new position it needs to fill. I agree, and I think we should wrap up. Definitely. So shout outs for the advanced session, Cam. What do you got for us? Um, I saw this very uh, um. Uh, briefly on uh, Twitter, um, uh, shout outs to Raz who uh, had a, a, a clean scan and has. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she had made. She a, is cancer yep, free. Yep, she is cancer free. I know she had made a, a, a um, an announcement prior to this, but um, I'm very glad and happy to hear that you are cancer free. So congratulations on that. Um, and once again, shout out to you guys for allowing me to be a part of the show and talk about this. Yes. Absolutely. So shout outs for me is a shout out to every person out there. Kind of, I had a really interesting interaction on Twitter yesterday. Not, um, wasn't a public one. It was one I had seen somebody mention that they were having a really, really rough time. And I reached out via DMs. And it's something that has happened for me during this whole crisis that's going on because mental health right now is just everybody's got bad days everybody's got good days and there are not enough mental health professionals to be able to be everywhere at once so if you see somebody online having a really rough time saying that their depression is really hitting them reach out to them talk to them even if it's just something very very benign being like hey how you doing i saw this if you need help, I know, like Guardians of Mental Health is a great organization, and I directed this individual particular to that. But 
be be kind of a vigilant person out there right now because there are a lot of people that can slip through the cracks, especially when there's not a whole lot of physical interaction or personal interaction going on and it's all digital. So be very, very vigilant because those kind of people will make another people's day as well as beyond that sometimes. So shout out for those heroes out there who are reaching out to people who are having a tough time. Blue? Um, I want to give a big shout out and congratulations to a really good friend of ours, Orchid, for getting affiliate. She got affiliate status over on Twitch, I believe, a couple days ago. Uh, so really big yep. shout out for her on that. That's a that's a huge, huge thing. Um, and I know it doesn't sound like much, but for those who are doing streaming and doing that type of stuff, it is. It's a really big deal, and I really want to give her a big congratulations on that. Also, I uh, want to say, you know, we are still looking for transcribers or people willing to put notes on dialogue uh, that I am building out for the Lore Network's website. So if you have any interest in doing that, we have a we have a pretty good structure that I have to collect the, the stuff. So I'm really looking for people to help with uh, organize, organizing the, the different tags that we're going to be putting on them. And then also, if you have any notes or thoughts on the various dialogue quotes, um, you know, we're collecting those. And also, you know, as I, I feel like it's silly, but I want to make sure I say this, that all credit will be given to whoever. So if you do have a dialogue or you can confirm something or if you have notes don't worry about us like not giving you credit that's going to be very explicitly stated on the pages because with the new structure i actually can more prominently call out the contributors who are helping us with that project uh which is one of the reasons i push to kind of get that redesign done um so yeah if you if you have any interest and you know you're stuck at home for you know, a black swan event for of any type of particular nature. I'm not going to name any names, but if you have free time and you want something to do, let me know uh, because I would I would love the help. Uh, but other than that, um, I don't really have anything else. So I just want to say thank you for your time. And until next time, remember, with wisdom we conquer. Stand strong, stand tall, stand strong, and keep exploring. I completely butchered that. It's okay. Goodbye. We forgive you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire, and may your light shine bright.